Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Friday, everybody. We did it again. How do we keep doing it? I don't know. I don't know. It's incredible. Survival. That's right, Steve. We're here. Made it another week. We're here. That's all. All right. Uh, it's a Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience, as you can always know whenever we play that by The Cure. Coming in, we have a fun show today. Coming up in hour three at 11.30, we will do Slow Jam, which we always do and we always enjoy doing. Mm, I don't know about this week. It may... We got a little intel. It may harm my relationship with one of my childhood friends and uh fellow fan he plays in the fantasy football league with me oh nice and i did reach out preemptively and say hey um your name came up on the air why did you even tell him you'd never know vulnerability authenticity (laughs) wanting to be the real me i guess right you do you uh excuse me that's coming up today at 11 30 coming up at 10 30 we'll play the college of pop culture knowledge Mm -hmm. um you're are you beating me right now 63 62 Damn it. Suck it. You suck it. And uh, I also asked a question. Let me see if it's gotten heated. What is your favorite type of French fry? I don't necessarily mean McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. That no, conversation. you mean like waffle fry, truffle fry. Yeah, that's because New sweet York. potato fry. New York's bringing back a fry that I Beta had never trim, heard of. Donna. Shrimp. Okay, let okay. her get through this. This is, you just have to. Shrimp scampi. Right. Anything else? Boiled shrimp. All right. Barbecued okay. shrimp. All right. You feel like that may, is a maybe may good enough? That's good. Um, yeah, so far we have 112 responses to what are the best type of French fries? So, but there was a, there's a fry in New York that they got rid of that are back. And I was like, I've never heard of this kind of fry. And then Neither. I saw a picture of it and I thought, maybe I've had that fry before, but I don't know. I don't feel confident about it. When are we doing that? It's going to be 1045. People are already losing their minds. I am. Uh, Channel 5 broke see. into programming and they're like, ah, we bring you this important news. Um, we have something that we have to figure out, though, right here, right now. Today is Friday and Friday's at 11. We do a segment called Who's Listening? A couple weeks ago, right. we heard from farmers. Uh, last week, we heard from drivers. We've heard from people who work in the funeral business. Yeah, that was cool. I feel like I had a really narrow idea yesterday, and I can't remember what it was, but I'm tossing things out there, and we can make a decision now, and then we can have people call. I think uh, magicians would be interesting I to talk to. I think you're going a little too Magicians? Niche. I'm I, sorry, right? are, you guys, are, are you guys anti-magician? Yes. I mean, in this day and age, how dare you? That's so... An, an entire community of people, illusionists. I think you're doing a little too narrowing. Yeah, that's, that's a niche industry. Mm-hmm. I know that there are sad clown magicians right now who are hearing the two of you speak this way, and they're like, see, no one will ever treat us as mainstream entertainers. Now, I was thinking we could broaden that out (laughs) to backyard party performers. That's not really broadening. Yeah, it is, too. It is. It's it's, uh, it's clowns. Like balloon guys. It's balloon guys. (laughs) It's people who dress in mermaid tails. There's a whole friggin' docuseries about that on Netflix right now. You know what, Steve? 
I'll let you do it. Wait, wait, no. Offer pushback. Uh, I don't know. No. It's going to bomb. No, see, this is why you're setting me up. This is coming from a <laughs> from a dark place inside of you. <laughs> what is one of your ideas? And then we can sort of hash this through. I need at least uh, some resistance. Teachers, auto mechanics. Right. Oh, that's really mm. good. Oh, um, we could even ask them some like, questions. Oh, I like the mechanic angle, Holly. That's Although, good. do you think we're on in a single mechanic? You know how they always have music on in the background. Do you think we're on in any mechanics joints? Probably not, but. You know, I bet they a lot of them like talk. If we are, though. Hey, somebody give me that monkey wrench for the love. I'll tell you what. If there's one mechanic listening to us right now, then maybe we'll we'll do this at 11. Call do, us. Do they ever hire mechanics for parties? Backyard? Doubtful, Steve. Sorry to disappoint. All right. So you're thinking mechanics. That was I'm a thinking, Holly idea. I thought it was great. Okay. What about vet... Uh, Veterinarians yeah, or people pe- who work in the animal industry. Yes, we keep animals can, uh, company. Oh, I love that idea. Or backyard performers. Lion tamer. Clowns. <laughs> no, Steve. What about clowns? <laughs> oh, no. like, you know no. the clowns would call. You guys are afraid of clowns. You no. know those clowns would call. It's just very iffy. Now, I've thought about thespians before. Okay. But I think they would treat it as too much of a, you know, 30-second audition. They're always performing. Even when you get a thespian, God love them. And I love theater and I love performances. But when you get a theater person as your waiter or waitress, here we go. Or your cab driver. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing. So you go thespian like lesbian. Should it? <laughs> that is. Is it? Not thespian. Is it I thespian? Say, I say thespian. Oh, is it thespian? Not less. Okay, but it, it should be lesbian, not yeah, lesbian. Yeah, it's thespian. Thes. Thespian. Okay. I was like, is that a regional thing? Is yeah. that what you do in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Thespian. <laughs> I would like to blame it on my. The lesbian the actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's I funny, don't know. Steve. All right, so listen, the three of us, let's all just be grownups here and make a decision. We're going to open our uh, phone lines at 11 o'clock, not now, but we will open our emails right now for anyone who wants to email in. Who's listening? Blank edition. We have backyard performers, party performers. Oh my God. We have so mechanics. Dumb. We have veterinarians. Is that what we're saying? Or are you guys talking about people who? Yeah. Veteran, anybody who works with animals. How about that? Okay. Dog trainers. You could ask a question there. Hmm. Lion tamers. Zookeepers, right? Yeah. Pet psychics. Opens things up a little bit more than magician. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something, though. I'd much rather talk to a magician than a pet psychic. Color me cynic. But I'm just, I don't know. Then you haven't talked to a pet psychic, Steve. You're in the minority, I can guarantee it. Happily, You'd rather happily. talk to a magician than a pet psychic? Uh, well, Are you all, intrigued? I am. Not really. I don't think. I don't know. I have some doubts that they're That's tracking because... with what Rufus is doing as he's licking crap off the sidewalk. Pardon me. But I also understand that a lot of people think that magicians are like creepy. They are. I am an illusion. <laughs> I'm an amateur illusionist myself. Stevani the illusionist. Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we going to do backyard Performers, party performers, or animal people. 
Or mechanics. What if we did mechanics? What if we compromised? Oh, my gosh. And went back to mechanics. Because it's unlikely. We don't think in our heads that there are a bunch of mechanics listening. I want Holly to make the decision. And Holly... You don't even have any skin in the game because you're not going to be here at That's 11. Right. So you can just you can just throw the bomb <laughs> into the building and what, run. Whatever Holly says goes. All right, fine. Holly, the decision is yours. Folks that work with animals. Yeah. Folks Woo! that work with animals. Uh-huh. I want to know if you leave my talk on all day as company. Yeah. Me too. And then if we get like an animal trainer or somebody on that, we can ask some questions. Some okay. thoughtful questions that might be beneficial to our audience. Okay. Thank you. All right. right. Uh, Congratulations to Al Pacino. He is a dad again. Uh, Let's see. At 83, they had a baby boy. His name is Roman. Lovely. That's great. All right, Roman. Welcome to the world. Welcome, Roman. And uh, yeah, I don't know. What is this? Number seven for him or something? I think Eh, it's it's a lot. Four or five. Okay. All right. Congrats. That's great. Bye. I bet he's tired already, just thinking of this. Oh, my gosh. Without a doubt. 83, by the way, Al Pacino Mm. as a dad again. Yeah. Um, Hey, when we come back, I found just a little cute bit out about some of the guys who have played the live-action Spider-Man before in the movies. It's kind of a cute little thing. And then I want us to listen to a new uh, trailer for Ryan Reynolds. He has a new show that should help you to relax at the end of a night. I think that I would like this kind of thing. I think that Donna would hate this kind of thing. (laughs) We'll listen to it uh, when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I was looking at the wrong day here. I was about to say Netflix cracking down on password sharing has been working. What day was that from? Monday. Nice edit on the fly. Thank you. And now listeners will never know. Holly, let us know when we're back on the air from commercial. <laughs> Looks like we are right now. We are right now. Okay, yeah. and that's great. And to our listeners, we say hello and good day. Uh, how, did, how about this? An out-of-context email just for those who weren't listening to intrigue oh, them God. to listen. I don't want them to listen. <laughs> I can't. This is from yesterday's show. You'll have to hour three. That's all I'll give you. Out-of-context email. Steve, I will never look at a plastic knife the same way again. That's the beginning and the end of the email. I think today at 1130, there may be a, a, a callback to that. I really hope not. I really think so. Well, Rocco texted me. was even said. 
You're exactly on the air. Right. It was like you make up your own ending to that kind of choose your own adventure. Exactly. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's disturbing. Anyway. Anyway. Nice talking to you. Yeah, it was Bye. it was a good time. We were also chatting a lot about how uh, uh, cows and how cows can get together and make baby cows, hmm. which is hard to wrap your head around when you just think of the mere shape of their body. Well, I mean, you could do that with any animal. Manatees. No, but I could <laughs> see a manatee. <laughs> I mean, anything. They are sea cows. That's true. But it feels like they could just swim right up to each other and they could go chest to chest with each other if they needed to or uh, one manatee because their bodies though big are gooey and sort of like they're not hard whereas i think of a cow think of a cow why are we doing this again think of a cow and the the as i said the rectangular shape of their body mm-hmm. and it's hard and you don't often see a cow go to to like front hooves up in the in the sky you know what i'm saying yes and so i just feel like that would be extra difficult. I'll I'll figure it out on my computer today. I have to make sure I'm like not signed into my personal Google though, because then the kids at home, you know how Google oh, connects on sure. all the devices. I'm gonna look it up right now. It'll be like, do you want to watch cows reproduce? Um, it'll say that on like YouTube and stuff, which is all under the Google umbrella. They do it the same way a horse does. Thank you. I'm looking at it right now. Seriously. <laughs> Well, it's more of it's it, yeah. These are bull. It's obviously a bull. Um, yeah, just the same old way, just a mountain. Yep. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I How mean, did listen. The first animal figure that out. Well, I mean, that's fascinating. Where there's a will, there's a way. But just crazy, you know. Yeah. Creatures will do funny things when they're horny. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Um, I'm first going to tell you a cute little story okay. about all the Spidey boys. So there have been a few different actors who have played um, Spider-Man on screen. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, that in reverse order. And then recently, uh, well, in the last movie that came out, Spider-Man No Way Home, it was really cool for, and this is no longer a spoiler that's been in the news for a while. The movie's been out for I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But all three of them were in the same room together, in the same space. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire as their respective Spider-Mans since we had already tapped into the multiverse. Don, I know you're a huge fan of the multiverse. That's when they all come together. Yes. From different, right? And it's like, I no. live in this Blind part spot. of the universe. I live in another part of the universe. And now, hey, I'm Spider-Man there. Oh, I have a different world there. And I'm Spider-Man there. So then they all came into one universe. And now, we're doing oh the Spider-Man thing where they're pointing at each other like, wait, we're all Spider-Man, but in different places? And I just thought this was a cute little story. That uh, they all have a, a group chat called the Spider-Boys. And then they just stay in contact with each other. Cute. This is kind of cute. Tom Holland said, myself, Andrew, Toby, we have this amazing bond as three people who have been through something that is so unique that we really are like brothers. 
And he, they, they keep in contact that way. They all uh, participated at a charity event in London recently for a foundation called the Brothers Trust, which is a foundation of Tom Holland's. And of course, you know, he asked like, hey, guys, we help me sign these posters that we can auction off. They said yes. But it's a cute, cute little bond where you would think they might have an element of uh, rivalry baked in. You know, who was the best Spider-Man? Whose Spider-Man movies were the most successful? They're just hanging and chatting with each other. That fun, Donna. Yeah, really fun. I I think it's cute. Tom Holland, he's super young, right? My guess is he's like twenty six. Okay, that's pretty young. Um, <clears throat> especially to have like that level of success. Yeah, he's doing great. Um, the the movie that he was in, yes. No Way Home. Yes. That was animated, right? No, it wasn't. No. no. What the- was the animated one? Into the Spider Verse yes! came out a few years ago. Got it. And then the uh, the one that came out last week, I forget mm. what it was called. Mm-hmm. The next uh, okay. animated one. Yeah. Okay, another saw... Spider Verse related yes. got it. movie, which yes. also contains a multiverse element in it. Yes, got it. Yes, I might have to watch that one. Call her bluff. I no, I I kind of like Spider Man. You watched Into the Spider Verse, right? You the animated one. I did. I thought that was Tom Holland. Okay, so... Was it? Who was in that we, one? We just told you a second ago that it wasn't, and it's still not, I know, right? but who was it? It was an animated movie. I don't who know... Who voiced it, is what I'm asking. I, I don't remember. Stop yelling at me. I don't remember. <laughs> Tom Holland, no matter how upset you get with me right now, Tom Holland is not going to have been in that movie. Uh, Shameik Moore voiced Miles Morales, who is the main Spider-Man in Spider-Man across... Uh, into the Spider-Verse and across the Spider-Verse. Got it. Yeah. Terry Crews was in that. That's the one name I remember. I think he it was, was like the dad or the uncle, something like that. Uh, no, that's Brian Tyree Henry. That's great. Yeah. Good. All right. We're all learning things today. And this is an educational experience. That's why we like to position ourselves, Don and I, not as experts, more as idiots who are <laughs> unsure of the majority of what we talk about. But we think that's relatable. <laughs> who wants to hear from some professor, you know? Oh, man. Or a man and woman of the people. Now this. Donna hates Ryan Reynolds. I do not. I just don't like his voice. Well, then you're really going to hate Bedtime Stories with Ryan. This is a show that's going to be on the streaming service FUBO on Ryan's new Maximum Effort channel. It premieres on Tuesday, and I think that this is kind of cute. It's Ryan Reynolds reading you to sleep. Listen to this. You know the best part about stories? Great voice. Come on. Ugh. You remember them. They stay with you. I want to have some whimsy, will you? And I want to tell you a bedtime story. Okay. Okay, tell it to me, Ryan. Ready for Those are two now, sheep in bed, by the way. He's in this whimsical house. Oh, nighttime see. Rest your tired bones. I will. And remember... Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. It's stressing me out how long he's taking to say that. That I'm like, get on with it, sir. That is the exact, uh, get on with it, sir. Uh, Remember when we listened to Matthew McConaughey doing like... Yeah, he was doing like a motivational thing. Oh my gosh, I was like, shot. Ah. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. <laughs> what you just heard from Ryan Reynolds was so whimsical and just 
cute and too long. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more show, believe it or not. That's next. Hey, guys, it's Donna. And her buddy, Steve. Hey, Steve, stay out of this, huh? Uh, Spire Credit Union. They've got loans for pretty much any purpose, like newer used vehicles. I know, uh, Steve, you financed your vehicle through Spire. You know it. Stay out of it. Spire offers low rates. That way you can get more car for your money, not to mention extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealers. They've been around since the 1930s and they love to give back to the community. Here's a perfect example. This month, Spire is teaming up with champion wrestler Gable Stevenson to collect shoes and clothing for patients at Regents Hospital who are unhoused or who have limited resources. And these donated items allow these patients to leave the hospital hospital in comfort and of course with dignity uh you can find out more about that at myspire.com where you can uh, drop off is one of their 22 locations and uh, also don't forget spire is insured by ncua they are an equal housing opportunity lender hey guys we're back you're listening to donna and steve on my talk 1071 where talk is fun donna just had a great suggestion for um for anyone who lacking in hand strength and maybe specifically for more of the senior citizen community <laughs> if you, no yeah i don't I, you know just hand strength only atrophies as we grow older uh that you would have instead of like a therapy dog i i know of someone who had a therapy horse in their house real story miniature not full size but not like a oh look i i miss that horse over there like you would oh. be like hey this like that horse like donkey sized yeah, that feels right. Okay. You sure it wasn't a donkey? Sure it wasn't a donkey. <laughs> I got very this sweet. story straight from my grandma. This is a okay. horse. And okay. it would help get this guy up out of a chair. Wow. So he would like hold on to a rope and then he'd be like, nay, or whatever. And then the horse would start going and he would like come up out of the chair. That is amazing. I just saw a video with a dog that I believe is helping a blind man. And he, the dog mouths the guy's hand to guide him to the restroom lifts the toilet for him, and then waits, grabs a towel. It's just amazing. Don't forget, speaking of animals, coming up at 11 o'clock today, we want to find out who uh, works in... Who works with animals? Yeah. Who's listening to us that works with animals? You can send us an email if you want, if you're unable to call in later. Donna Donna and Steve Steve Show. At at mytalk1071.com You're my best friend. Okay, I'm I have waited. Donna's suggestion about people with weak hands and pickle jars oh, yeah. I forgot about was that. that they should have therapy raccoons. Because then they could come with their little thumb situation and their sticky mitts. Yeah. And then they could just pop them right open. Yep. Peanut butter. That's my idea. Pickles. Mayonnaise. Olives. Anything jarred. This <laughs> raccoon is here for the job. All right. Uh, I have a show suggestion for you. Okay. Uh, have you heard of the Smart List podcast? I have. I was just talking about it last night saying, t- asking someone else, have you heard of it? I'm thinking of listening to it. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it. Holly, have you? Uh, I have listened to it very, very briefly. Okay. okay. Very briefly. Sample. Uh, the Sample. Three, yeah. the, so these three guys, it's Will Arnett, Sean Hayes, and Jason Bateman. So the podcast is a hit. Yes. And they have taken it on tour. You know how sometimes you can go like, you know, to state theater and see the whatever podcast. Sure. Um, So they're doing that or they did that in various cities. And 
it's a docu-series on that tour. And so you get to see these guys rooming together, what their um, interactions are like together behind the scenes, what their process is for the actual podcast. Interesting. Who they're interviewing. They This is quite enjoyable for me. I mean, it's something that you could put on in the background while you're doing, you know, folding laundry or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not super deep or anything, but it's quite enjoyable. I would like this show. I think you would. And I, I really think do. I would like the podcast. I don't know what I'm dragging well, my feet Well, this for. show, by the way, is directed by the guy you like, um, Sam Jones. Yeah, from Off Camera with Sam right. Jones. So he directs these uh, these episodes, and it's all shot in black and white, which is kind of what he does, mm-hmm. right? And it's just a really fun look at friendship between these three guys and they rib each other constantly. They'll be like, okay, idiot, you know, like just <laughs> like friends do, you know, at least in my world. Um, but yeah, it's six episodes. I watched four wow. and 30 minute episodes, a little bit longer. Is that right? Yeah. And you did four of them. I did four. Yeah. Is that all yesterday? Yeah. So maybe a little under an hour. I was just like, I need to decompress. There's, some, I need to watch something that's not heavy. And I just saw this, threw it on, and I went, yeah, I like these guys. Look at me. Yes. Proud of you. Thanks, man. That's pretty good. You don't often binge things that are positive. You know? <laughs> so this is cool, man. I'm marking well, this down. It's very funny because I... So Jason Bateman is like... The one who's careful about what he eats. He's got like anxiety. He wants things to go properly. You know, he wants everything to be, you know, T's to be crossed, I's to be dotted. So he's you. Correct. Who and am then, I of the other two? You know, you're kind of chill. I would say you're Will Arnett. Oh, I like Will Arnett. Yeah. What a voice Will Arnett has. It's because he's a smoker. I... Well, <laughs> are you sure? Yes, I is, am. Is he smoking on the on the show? Don't worry about it. You don't remember? Yes. He says he's got to go have a cigarette. Okay. So. That gravelly voice, though. It's so deep. It's always just so funny. He's, Dating back to Arrested Development, it's like whatever he says, he's one of those people, you, you, you get lunch and you get lunch, you get laughs. I'm hungry. You get laughs en route to the punchline. Right. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. I was saying it. He's he's entertaining very much so. Sean Hayes, great, lovely. He's just he's he's Holly, you know. He's there. He's like he's along for the ride. He's like well, you know, this is fun. He's good. He's a good interviewer hmm. because what happens is they have a special guest on in every city. Okay. Um, I won't tell you who they had just in case you do end up watching it. It's more fun. Because it's a surprise, so only one person out of the three of them knows who the guest is going to be. Okay. And then they try to guess by the introduction that, let's say, Jason Bateman is bringing someone out. Yeah. The other two are like, who is it? Is it? Oh, my gosh. Is it? Oh, it's Jay Leno? Ah! Sometimes they're completely wrong. But it's cute. I recommend it. I think I watched it. Where'd you watch it? Yeah. Thank you. I think it's on Max. It is on Max. Yay. Okay, yeah, it's out now. I don't think I have Max anymore. Oh, 
Steve. I think I unmaxed my Mac. No. Well, I give you my login, but it's not mine. Yeah. Ooh, that, yeah. 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 I can't hand out someone else's. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, bummer. Maybe it's available somewhere else. I don't know. No, Probably not. It's not. <laughs> I doubt Max is like, or you just watch it anywhere else. Sorry, buddy. It's fine. Smartless. It's good. Thanks. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Um, I saw this little bit about Arnold Schwarzenegger. I watched his documentary too. Yeah, you're you're. Uh, I was docuseries guy for a couple weeks. What the heck is going on? I was docuseries I guy about dark things. I know you were Cults, watching- <laughs> bombings, yes. etc. Right, and now you're docuseries gal. About fun things. Yeah. Arnold's career, these, the smartest guys. Yeah, watch that too, Donna. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I just, I learned a lot about him. I I guess I always had him sized up as (sighs) a meathead. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. And he's not, he's not. Well, he wishes he could run for president. He's made some mistakes. You know, he's made a lot of mistakes, but yes, and he wishes he could run for president. He can't. Yeah, he said, I I think the field was wide open in 2016, and I think the field is wide open right now. I mean, think about it right now. These are the words of Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, who's there? There's really not a person that can bring everyone together. Who is here today that people say, okay, he's not too old, or he's not too this, or too that, or is that because it's now a question about who do you vote against as opposed to who do you vote for? He said, it's a no-brainer. I see so clearly how I could win that election. So he's very confident yeah. in his ability. But I heard yeah. somebody else ask him in an interview. I think it was a CBS Sunday morning interview. And he said, you know, like, it'd be great if I could, but I'm not upset at all that I can't because I've been afforded so many opportunities in this country. Mm-hmm. And if that's the one thing that they say, but you can't do that, right. then I mm-hmm. you know, respect that. So he's like, I'm not mad about it. And he can still make a good. difference. Um, Holly, what were your takeaways from that docuseries? I thought that he was a prag- He was very pragmatic about his emotions. Yeah, Just very matter of fact, where, like you said, Donna, Arnold Schwarzenegger has made some pretty hefty mistakes, particularly mm-hmm. in his personal life. Right. And he was pretty honest about them. And also, he was very frank about the way that he grew up in his childhood. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was very interesting. It started out a little bit slow for me because of all the bodybuilding thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this going to be the entire hour? Which I thought it was. I thought that was fascinating. It because actually I actually was. know about Arnold Schwarzenegger's bodybuilding career. And in as much as he shares insight that he's like, look. I was already super successful before I even got in the movies. Correct. I was a millionaire. Yes. I was a real estate mogul in the making and, that, a, and a supplement salesman. I didn't need to do this movie right. stuff, but I wanted to do it. I did not know that about him either, the real, the real estate thing. I mean, he was rich. He was like, I don't need to do it for the money. Hmm. Where you hear about some of these actors who are like, I couldn't even pay my rent. Right. Sean Hayes, for example, yeah. said that you know he got a, a Porsche after the first... Season of Will and Grace, yeah. He had to sell it. He had to sell it so yeah, he could so, pay his bills. Yeah, and, and then we talked about how it's great whenever you don't pursue something out of desperation, but just out of drive, like the desire to do it. Right. As opposed to, crap, this has to happen. Sometimes desperation can fuel us in a good way where it can shift your you into overdrive, where it's like, I will grind until yes. I oh. get the thing. Well, and that is Arnold Schwarzenegger, Steve. Mm-hmm. He has had a singular drive his entire Life. He has visions. Yes. Yeah. Where he saw himself. If there was a role that he was like, nope, that's not part of my vision. That's mm-hmm. not my vision. I'm not doing that. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, 
I remember I have admitted before that when I have listened to when working out, like motivational, like soundtrack kind of music, sometimes they'll drop in motivational people saying things over it. And you can listen to one that it's just like very, you know, like driving sort of movie yeah. score music. And the voiceover, the entire thing is an entire commencement address given by Schwarzenegger. And it's like, oh, this this works well because he is really like you what about you what can you do to change that situation instead of complaining about everything around you what about you right how can you get involved another thing he um of course he ran on the republican ticket of course you know his his in-laws all democrats right but he pissed off the the republicans because you know he was getting uh what's the word i'm looking for advice from some of the democrats that made more sense for what his vision was for California, you know, and how to get things done. And that did not sit well. So he wasn't like really a straight on Republican per se. He was more, I would say more of an independent. California. California. <laughs> I know. I always think it's, it's usually a good sign. I feel like, I don't know. I'm not a political expert. Um, and we like never delve into the world of politics, but it feels if you can, Irritate both sides to some extent, yes. <laughs> agitate them and garner their interest and yeah. support. That's Work sort together. of that's, that's what he's what talking about. We're looking about. for How working we... together. Yeah, All easier right. said than done. I know. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Uh, oh, so you did find this and you put it in, huh? We have uh, we see things and we say things. <laughs> Imagine if you had a kidney stone. Sometimes you're like, oh, the pain of that kidney stone, and then the kidney stone comes out, and you're like, really? That little thing was causing me all that pain. Well, we found the largest kidney stone in the world. Dear Lord in heaven, wait until you hear. Plus, I give this for you, Donna. Somebody at a Harvard morgue was doing something that they shouldn't have done with the bodies in the Harvard morgue. Oh, God. All right. We'll talk about it next on Donna and Steve. Hey, guys, what's up? Stevie Boy for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. Love the Canopy Group because what they are on a mission to do is to save people money. And it's always good to have a little more money to put that toward the things that are the most important to you. So nobody can avoid auto insurance and homeowner's insurance. If you have a boat, that's got to get insured. You got a motorcycle? Sweet, man. You got to get it insured. It's just a part of life. And so you may as well spend as little money as you need to on it while still getting great coverage. People who make the switch to the Canopy Group, they say two things. Hey, we got a better price. And hey, we got better coverage. How does that even work? Well, I'll tell you how. The Canopy Group, they do things differently. In that they have a team of 16 specialists, 40 specialists who work with 16 different insurance companies. Those are the numbers that make sense. And how do they make sense for you? Well, you have options. So you have a bunch of different insurance companies who will want to fight for your business. Not just when you make the switch year after year after year. The Canopy Group will continue to look over your situation to make sure that they are saving you as much money as they can while giving you the best coverage you can get. Check them out. Thecanopygroup.com. Friday, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts with us as well. Now it is time for Kidney Stone Talk. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Remember when one of our co-workers had a kidney stone? 
Um, Passed it here at work. I don't remember this. And he brought it in. (laughs) Yes, it wasn't that long ago. Don't say the person's name, but just rhyme it so I can know who you're talking about. Um, Hmm. Was it Gradley? Spike Palanger. Spike? (laughs) I said Spike. I didn't mean Spike. Got it. I meant Pat. Pat Palanger. Palanger. (laughs) Palanger. Are you bringing it in a jar? I think he had it in his pocket. What? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that. Maybe you weren't here. What a survivor, though. I know, because otherwise you would have had to go in and have it, like, lasered out or whatever to break it up. Yeah, I want to go in the tub. What? The ultrasonic tub thing, where they, don't they oh. put you in a tub sometimes, and then they they blast it out of your body or something like that through, like, right, high, high vibrations? Sure. Right. Why not? Okay. okay. This kidney stone... Was the size of a grapefruit. Son of a bee. Removed from a retired soldier in Sri Lanka. Nice, Donna. Earlier this month. Okay, 1.76 pounds, more than 5.2 inches long. Oh, my. They're saying roughly the size of an iPhone 14 Pro. Guinness World Records has confirmed this was the largest and the heaviest kidney stone ever removed through surgery thank you oh my gosh how do you okay so clearly this guy did not pass this right because that that, didn't, that, that didn't no work uh. no it's i mean too I, small uh, yeah you can't no 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 fine no. don't entertain that that's a no <laughs> i think it's a no for anyone i you know, I don't understand how the female body, body works, mm. but I think it's a tiny hole. You cannot get a, an iPhone out of it. Right. <laughs> right talk, well, this is a dude. I know. Okay. And I know, and I always feel like. But I you guess think it's the lady di- person's right. is bigger. That's correct. I don't believe it is. No. If yeah. you, you need to, you need to look at a diagram, please. <laughs> I know. A, a textbook. The, <laughs> right. The water comes out of a different part than the baby comes out Correct. of, right? Yeah, it's a good job. Crazy, though. It's a beautiful thing. What's up with that? That's wild, man. Anyway, but I feel like you get an iPhone, you know, you can get a baby out, you can get an iPhone out, but that's not the device <laughs> that it's coming out of. So I understand. Well, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I've always been afraid of getting a kidney stone because I don't want to be in a situation where I'm peeing and then I'm like, oh, gosh, you no! I, I don't know. Even sometimes, for a second. Sometimes I don't even think you feel it. You just hear like plump. Wouldn't it be more like a ping? Yes. Plump. <laughs> Watch your salt and sugar. Yeah. And drink some water. Drinking. Okay. So possible causes include drinking too little water, like Holly said, uh, exercising too much or too little. Hey. Obesity, weight loss surgery, eating food with too much salt or sugar, like Holly said. Infections and family history um, might also be something to consider. Too much fructose? What do you think about this? Three people in my family have had appendicitis. Most recently, my brother, Jambi, last weekend. No way. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. But now I'm wondering. Just take it out. Electively? Yeah, why not? I guess I'd be open to that. Wow. 
can be caused by various... Inj- Listen to us. All of a sudden, we're WebMD. <laughs> yeah, again, do not take medical advice. Right. We are not doctors. No. I'm just reading the Google machine. Uh, What's WebMD could be say? a virus, could be bacteria, could be parasites in your digestive tract. Oh, yeah. Or it may happen when the tube that joins your large intestine and appendix is blocked or trapped by... Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Backed up. (laughs) Anyway, all right. An ex-Harvard morgue manager has been charged with selling faces. What? Uh, This from the Morning Brew, the crime section of their newsletter. I thought you were going to say, like, I don't know, things like internal organs. No. Bunch of things. The ex-manager of the Harvard Medical School morgue, his wife, and three others have been charged for allegedly trafficking human body parts that were donated to the school oh. for research purposes. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, suddenly Donna's no, uh, no, giving it's us not a better. seal of approval. It's not better, but I'm like, why are you stealing faces? From 2018 to 2022, Cedric and Denise Lodge allegedly sold brains, oh my God. faces, and other bits of... Stolen from the Harvard morgue that he managed until his termination this May. Here's how the prosecutors say that this allegedly worked. Lodge sometimes let customers come in and pick their desired remains in person. Otherwise, he would take his work home with him and mail the body parts to buyers in exchange for a few hundred or thousand dollars apiece. One defendant made 39 payments totaling almost 40 grand to a PayPal account in Denise Lodge's name over nearly three years. As the Morning Brew writes... A master of discretion, the buyer captioned one payment, head number seven, and the other, brains, with a bunch of eyes. Some buyers resold their purchase parts. One did so through her aptly named store, Cat's Creepy Creations. Wow. The lodges and three buyers are facing charges of conspiracy and interstate transport of stolen goods, which could carry a combined 15-year sentence if convicted. Two other people, of whom allegedly did business with one of the lodge's buyers, are also in legal trouble for trafficking remains from the University of Arkansas. That's, I have no commentary. I just read you the story. I have so I many saw follow-up thing. questions. Who are they selling to? Creepy people. Yeah. Oh. Like a woman who has a store of Cat's Creepy Creations. Okay, great. I don't know. So you were looking through our materials this morning and you went, I was reading the Morning Brew newsletter, like business and tech and sometimes some entertainment things. And then it had a section crime. And sorry, Donna, sorry that I could not brush past the headline. Ex-Harvard morgue manager charged with selling faces. Stop me dead in my tracks. Spent my protein shake out. You know how much I care about protein. Have a great weekend, Holly. You too. Yeah. Everybody give it the old college try. Get out there and do it. We'll do better next hour. That's a promise we've made before and not held up. That is true. Mike will be in next. Listen, music. <laughs> listen at your Bye. own risk. <laughs>